Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. From the Red Deer Golf and Country Club at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament in Red Deer for the Central Alberta Children's Advocacy Centre, Bob Stoffer here. Our engineer that made the sojourn down from uh, the course building the city's southeast side, Angie Quinnell, has uh, been a big part of getting us set up here. This is the same equipment I actually used in my house uh, for the last uh, 16 months. Still to come on today's show, we'll hear from an Oilers defenseman, uh, Evan Bouchard. Mike's, uh, yesterday we had Dave Tippett on the show talking about the fact that he had full expectation that Bouchard was going to play uh, a fairly significant part of uh, things for the Oilers this year and could have a chance to see his minutes get increased as the season goes on. Uh, we will also uh, have John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, and momentarily we're going to get to a conversation with Sheldon Kennedy. You all know the story. Uh, Sheldon uh, has been a huge uh, advocate uh, for children's support services, uh, obviously, after his experience uh, with the Swift Current Broncos and Graham James. So uh, Order of Canada recipient Sheldon Kennedy coming up on Oilers Now, which is, as always, brought to you by Digitex. We wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us on our Ashley Five Floors text line. At seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, I'm going to get to some text momentarily on Oilers now. You can get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Starfer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. We will tell you that for you golfers out there, there's an opportunity. You know, it's last night it was it was so wild to be in a building with 400 other people. Because I haven't done that. Uh, I haven't done an event like this. The last one I did uh, was at Roos Chris. Uh, and that was in March of 20, uh, 2020. So 16, 17 months since we've done an event like this. And people have been, you can just see the engagement level everybody has out there. But for you golfers out there, if you're looking for a great VIP golf trip, you can join New West Travel on a four-day golf getaway in the spectacular mountains of Whistler, B.C. The package includes airfare and a private WestJet charter with complimentary open bar and meals, three nights in a deluxe suite of hotels, four rounds of five-star golfing in the coastal mountains and a New West Travel Golf uh, Tournament with prizes. All transfers can book down, get a free upgrade to a one-bedroom suite. To book your tee time, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. All right, we're going to race through some texts at this time. Uh, suffice to say, a lot of you uh, are fans of Brian Burke. Uh, this one comes in. Love hearing uh, this side of Berkey, Bob. Uh, always enjoy your show. Can't wait for the season to start. Well, we're a ways away from that. Uh, Bob, please pass along to Brian that his book was very good. Even my wife read it. That one comes to us from Gordon. Uh, I love hearing Brian Burke on the radio. Was there a bid to play golf with Brian Burke? Uh, if so, how much? Well, Berkey did not golf. Uh, he came down for the event. Uh, we had a, a 
uh, a social last night, another social event uh, tonight after the tournament, and then tomorrow the uh, uh, toast of the town in Edmonton that we're looking forward to as well. Uh, Bob, uh, Sheldon Kennedy deserves a Global Positive Impact Award. Uh, please pass that along. Well, you heard what Brian Burke said about the work that Sheldon Kennedy has done. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And keep, keep, keep the texts uh, coming in. Uh, this one comes in saying, Bob, there's no way that uh, the owners can pay uh, Darnell Nurse more than Leon Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl is a top five player in the league, while Nurse isn't even the top five defenseman in the league. That would be an awful deal for the owners. Well, the, the difference is Leon Dreisaitl, uh, not every year in Leon Dreisaitl's deal was going to be an unrestricted free agency year. You have to factor that in when you're evaluating these deals. And the irony is when Leon Dreisaitl signed, and I... I'm going to hazard a guess that at least a third of the people that would regularly text this show were probably completely against that deal and said the owners overpaid Drysaddle eight and a half million times, eight years, when he got that deal. And obviously, he's completely lived up to that contract. Uh, and the going rate for defensemen is in the nines. And not all those guys are giving up uh, all of their free agency years. Some of those guys are still tied to their RFA years, and that matters in terms of the evaluation. So, again, we're here at the Red Deer Golf and Country Club for the Children's Advocacy Center with the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament. This is an event that's uh, supported by both the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. And one of the primary drivers uh, for this event is Sheldon Kennedy. And we had a chance to catch up with him. Let's get to that conversation. Sheldon, this obviously is a uh, you know a special event near and dear to your heart. In fact, you're one of the drivers of the uh, Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament for the Central Alberta Children's Advocacy Center. When you see an event come together like this over the last couple of days and raise the sort of funds, it's got to it's you know uh, given all that you personally went through, but also your vision that you've had you know since being a, a champion of the cause. You got to be elated with how uh, this event has turned out. Yeah, I mean, you know, just kudos to, you know, the event coordinators uh, that put all this together. This community is phenomenal. I mean, they, they put an event on and, uh, uh, and and it's first class and that's what we're seeing here today. But, you know, these events don't happen if we don't get the support of, you know, the Oilers. I mean, you look at who's here for Kevin Lowe, Bob Nicholson, you know, you got the alumni that are all showing up. I mean, there is a lot of, you know, a lot of support from uh, both the Oilers and the Flames and, uh, and the community. And I think when we look at the issues that we're talking about here and the way that we need to operate within communities we need to be coordinated we need to be pulling on the rope together and I think to have the success that we've had at this tournament uh, to raise the money that we have uh, um, it's a team effort and I know we we, we talk about that lots of bit team effort but uh, it, it truly is and I think that's why that's why we're seeing things happen the way they are and I think uh, it's hard work and and you know the people roll their sleeves up and get to work and and make sure the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and hence the reason why uh, people want to come back the following year. Uh, Terry Lowen, speaking of teammates, is a uh, was briefly a teammate of yours with the uh, Swift Current Broncos in junior hockey, and he's really sort of one of the big drivers for it. I don't mean to uh, you know undersell what some others have contributed, but he's he's the guy that's gotten out there with both communities uh, in Edmonton and Calgary, and uh, you know uh, it's, it's clear it's something that's near and dear to his heart as well. Yeah, this is Terry's event. I mean, you know, I really had not much to do with the golf tournament. Uh, you know, I, I, I work behind the scenes on the issues and try to get the building uh, built. And, uh, you know, but Terry has been uh, phenomenal. He's been, you know, the, the key driver behind this tournament for since day one, right? Chairman of the board 
and uh, and his team. He's put together a, a good team of people. Um, but you know, like to try to round up 15 alumni for both 15 for the Oilers and 15 for the Flames, and to coordinate all the tra- all of that. That is a, a phenomenal amount of work. But uh, Terry's Terry's done it, and uh, and his team have done it. And kudos to them. I mean. You know, and, and I think that you need that. You need that corporate person or you need that dedicated person on your board or as a volunteer or in your community to pull these things off. And, and that, when you have that, uh, you see success and you th- th- see things getting done. And that, you know, and that's what's happened here. They've got a dedicated person, a dedicated group of people that are making sure this thing's going to happen and they're not stopping until it does. And, uh, you know, I'm quite confident that, you know, this is going to get built and shovels in the ground here in the next month or so. We're uh, down in Red Deer at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament. Bob Stauffer with you at Oilers now and we're joined by Sheldon Kennedy who's really become kind of the the face and the spokesperson of uh, of the unique cha- challenges around issues uh, that uh, are why we have things like Children's Advocacy Centre. Where uh, You did a great job last night in my opinion uh, sort of speaking and educating everybody that was in the building just on where the numbers are at and why it's so important to, to, uh, to to, to assist in the process and in, in, in building trust with kids and that sort of thing. And maybe you can just highlight some of those numbers for us, for our listeners right now. Sure. Well, um, you know, we've been fortunate in this province to uh, to have a few child advocacy centers. I mean, there's a child advocacy center in Edmonton, the, the uh, Zebra Center, Grand Prairie, the Caribou Center, um, uh, Calgary, uh, the Calgary and Area Child Advocacy Center. And uh, what our goal is here is to create the center of excellence. And, you know, if you look at the agencies that have the legis- legislative mandate to do this work, whether it be the RCMP or the city police, child and family services, Alberta Health Services, uh, uh, you know, the justice systems, whether it be the Crown Prosecutors uh, and so forth, um, you know, they don't coordinate their work. They don't work as a team. It's it's uh, and and what the Child Advocacy Center is, is 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 an entity that helps advocate not just on behalf of the kids and their families, but on behalf of the the frontline workers that do this work um, to coordinate it so that we're working as one. And and you know, kids and families fall through the cracks because of the lack of communication amongst systems uh, and a breakdown in that communication. And so what what the goal is is to create a center of excellence around integrated practice and really teach on what integrated practice is. So, you know, one of the one of the problems that we see is that, you know, we throw people in a building, we expect them to work together. Well, you know, if, if people automatically knew how to work together as a team, why do we need coaches? Right. right? And ultimately, you know, we need to guide, we need to teach, and we need to educate uh, the front line on how do you communicate when a case comes in the doors. Who's got what piece? The police have this piece, the, you know, child and family have this piece, Alberta Health has this piece, let's come up with a with a game plan and, and, and move forward so we can best best uh, help these kids. I mean, if we look at the numbers, I mean, just in Calgary alone, we've done over 15,000 investigations uh, of the most serious nature, but, you know, we know that kids that have been abused are 30% higher dropout rates in high school, and kids that have been abused are 26 times more likely to experience youth homelessness, 15 times more likely to attempt suicide, and, and 80% of individuals in treatment centers and and detox centers have disclosed early childhood abuse. So if you look at one of the biggest... um 
you know one of the biggest crises that we have right now it's you know it's we don't have enough beds for the for the for the addiction crisis and you know and in in the in the adult sector and and even in the youth sector but i mean you know the majority of the social issues that we see into adulthood stem from 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 childhood and we don't do a good job of varying these and uh, really trying to turn kids lives around here uh and the longer we wait the less percentage the percentages go down on our on our success rate the longer we wait and once individuals end up uh you know on the streets and uh you know and and you know in that you know, a life of uh, addiction and, and chaos and, and trauma and, and mental health issues, mental illness issues. It's a lot harder to to get them to a place of healing. Uh, the sooner we can reach these kids, the better, and that's our goal. And and we want systemic shift. We need to shift the systems. The way we are going is not working anymore. We know a better way. We know a different way, and we need to be able to build the confidence and have the data and the analytics to build the confidence within. The government systems to be able to make that shift to be bet to be the best we can for those we serve, and that's the children and families in our community. Sheldon, obviously, look, you played the game. Um, anybody who has the privilege of working it loves the game, but you know, we're I think at a better place now than before. But there's still a lot of work to do, isn't it? Well, I don't think we're ever going to be at an end point in society. It's not just a hockey issue. This is a societal issue. I have always said that I think hockey being being in a position that it is in in our country is you know probably one of our our top sports and and the value that people put on it um i think has an opportunity to be a leader in this space and and you know and and make these issues uh a priority within their organizations and and teach within our communities because they've got so much so much influence on on our young and and older people in our communities but uh we are in a better place and you know but i think that we these are issues that will just constantly keep getting better at we need to practice it every day it's like a power play you know you've learned the same power play from from you know the time you were 10 years old to you know you're playing pro hockey there's five different power plays right and uh, but we practice it every day to make sure we're, we're getting better and I think that you know being able to understand these issues and and learn about these issues and teach about these issues it's that type of you know practice that we need on a daily basis I don't think we need we're going to ever get to a place of being perfect uh, but I think we need to make sure that we're doing everything that we can to be the best we can for today and keep open-minded enough to keep learning uh, to keep getting better much appreciate your time thanks a lot Sheldon yeah thank you Bob and thanks for your support always uh, always nice to see and and have these conversations and you know your your support for these uh, this group has has been unwavering so much appreciated Bob that is Order of Canada recipient Sheldon Kennedy, who, of course, played in the National Hockey League, stops with Detroit, the Calgary Flames, the Boston Bruins along his journey. And it was quite the journey. Uh, we're at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament, Red Deer Golf and Country Club. Bob Stauffer with you. Uh, this is You never realize how popular Cam Moon is until you come to Red Deer for an event and see him work the crowd. And he was, trust me, he was working it. Uh, just uh, seeing Kelly Buckberger, who's going to uh, go uh, coach with Laval this year uh, in the uh, American Hockey League. Uh, Jeff Uhl, who was the assistant coach to Jay Woodcroft the last uh, few seasons, is now the head man. Uh, of course, Jeff's father was Rajan Uhl. And uh, Kelly Buckberger will uh, be going there as an assistant coach. He most recently coached the Tri-City Americans. 
Uh, it's Bob Torrey's team. The Americans uh, in a bit of a rebuild the last couple of years, but with a lot of young talent, expect to be a pretty good hockey club over the next couple of years. Uh, Jason Smith is also here. He'd been an, uh, an associate up in Prince George with the Cougars with Mark Lamb, and it was put out yesterday that he is officially joining Ian Lapierre uh, to uh, coach Philadelphia's uh, firm team. Uh, I know that uh, Smith was also... Uh, uh, headhunted by two other, I believe the New York Rangers were in on Jason Smith as a uh, potential American Hockey League assistant coach to work with their defense. And that's kind of, that's the one role where you look at it and you go, you don't need to be a former NHL player to be a head coach. Uh, I might even argue you don't necessarily have to be a, a former NHL goaltender to be a goalie coach. But I wonder whether or not you do need to be a NHL defenseman to either be a, a, a defense coach at the NHL level or at the American Hockey League level. I think that's a position personally where I think if you are going to lean to a certain direction that might be the way to go. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We'll get to some texts, some tweets, and some other things when we return on Oilers Now. It's 122 in Edmonton. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 123 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer live on location. Uh, we are in uh, Red Deer, the Red Deer Golf and Country Club for the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament. Again, tomorrow in Edmonton. We mentioned this a couple times. We just had Brian Burke on uh, the Toast of the Town, uh, which will recognize the seventh Hall of Famer for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. And that would be a guy named Kevin. Kevin Lowe. And so uh, I know the event's sold out. Uh, we're going to have a good time. And Brian Burke has already come on our show today and has given a heads up to everybody that's coming tomorrow. Quote, unquote, He's going to be bringing it. So that is a good thing. Just before we get to a quick conversation with Oilers defenseman Evan Bouchard, let's do the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Uh, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown, they are the heavy hitters in injury law. Trent, of course, was a heavy hitter back in his days with the E football team. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Back in the 630 Jet Studios, Brendan Escott. Well, we know that uh, Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taves was back skating in June. He's expressed his desire to return for a 14th NHL season as he uh, lost the last one due to a chronic immune response syndrome. Blackhawks GM Stan Bowman uh, speaking to this a couple days ago but could not provide a definite timeline on when Taves would actually be available to the team this upcoming season so that remains up in the air yeah chicago is going to be an interesting team to watch obviously they got the commitment from mark andre fleury uh they've signed seth jones to a mammoth deal uh which starts next year and a lot of people you, again for Oilers fans i foresee a scenario where we're going to see an eight-year deal uh being if you're the Oilers, the longer the better for darnell nurse and uh it's funny how much pushback we're getting on that front Evan Bouchard, big part of the Oilers' future. Uh, we caught up with him this morning before he hit the links here in Red Deer. Well, Evan, we're here at the uh, Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament, and I guess the first question, we'll get to the golf stuff in a second and the charity and all that, but how's your summer gone so far? It's going good. It's uh, nice to get home, see the family, friends, but uh, you know, it's nice to be back in Alberta and be back here. Uh, we had Dave Tippett on the show yesterday, and he talked about uh, you know you taking that step this season. This is obviously a big year coming up for you. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. I know I'm really putting in uh, a lot of hard work to uh, 
get uh, ready for next season. It's going to be a good one, I think. All right. Uh, now, we've heard you've spent a little bit of extra time working with uh, uh, Darnell Nurse. Uh, maybe educate us on what that's all about. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you know, even during the season, you see the work he puts into uh, bettering himself. And, uh, you know, when he asked me if I wanted to go out and skate with him, it was a, kind of a no-brainer for me to say yeah. So I think, uh, you know, the... The skating coach, Michelle Moore, and uh, has really helped uh, us both out, and I think uh, having Nursey there has really helped me out as well. You're a guy that was part of the, the London Championship back in 2016 in Red Deer, so yeah. this uh, this city's got uh, memorable moments for you. You got more accelerated minutes as your junior career went on. Are you seeing the same opportunity maybe this year if you others? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, I've said it many times, I think the, the Knights organization is kind of like a, you know, it's a mini, mini NHL in a way. Uh, they've been through it, so I think it's Kind of similar to uh, my path uh, back there, but I think the minutes are going to come. You just got to keep working at it and uh, proving yourself. Have you found uh, your experience here at the Battle of Alberta with the golf tournament? Pretty little bit of fun last night. It was good. It's good to see you here. There's yeah. a lot of obviously great Oilers alumni and great yeah. Flames alumni. But what's it been like for you? No, it's awesome to be here. Like you said, the, all the great players that have uh, been through both organizations. So it's just really cool to get to see everyone. And uh, I think there's a lot of good golfers out here from what I see. Uh, is it a little bit weird just to get back to a former normalcy? Like, to just think about what you experienced this past year in a sort of a bubble, but the fact that you guys were getting tested every day and everything else? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, even back in Ontario, you got the masks and everything here, but here it's nice to, you know, see everything opened up, kind of back to normal, like you said, and uh, I'm just excited to get uh, fans back in the ranks. Well, I, the fans are going to be really intrigued and a lot of other people to see, uh, you know, where your progression goes. Have a great time today, and thank you for joining us. Thanks, Duff. Uh, that is Evan Bouchard of uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Big part of the Oilers' future, uh, to say the least. All right, it's one uh, twenty-eight in Edmonton. John Shannon, our NHL insider, longtime television executive coming up. We'll talk a bit about the Olympics coverage, the difference between Canada and the United States, uh, as well as John Tortorella joining ESPN. That'll be fun. And we'll get his thoughts on short-term, long-term. What's the best route to go with Darnell Nurse? After a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.